a Radio 191 FM podcast. You want to get the most out of your time at University of Otago. You want to try something new. You want to try something different. You'll find it in the club. Or maybe a society. Right, you're back on the one radio one ninety one FM. In fact, you didn't go anywhere. I always say that. I'm back on the one ninety one FM, uh, and it is time for in the club. Uh, and I'm joined by Lauren Dewhurst, president of the Otago Disabled Students Association, and vice president Sean Printer. Morena to you both. Morena. How are we today? Good, good. good. Not too chilly either, which is great. Yeah, it's not too bad. It is a gloomy Thursday in Otipoti, though. Um, Radio. Um, so it's a new association, the Otago Disabled Students Association. So, so what exactly are the aims of the association? Um, so sure. I'll take this one. <laughs> so our aims are really around um, our four um, principles, and that's around inclusivity, uh, advocacy, accessibility, and allyship. Um, sort of the onus to some degree um, as far as advocacy being on accessibility and inclusion, um, and the allyship, I suppose, being a focal point around the fact that people identify with disabilities differently. It's very much an umbrella term, and yes. people might consider themselves impaired or have an injury but not want to associate with the community under that label um, and so we found that's given us a lot more traction to build the community for us to be able to advocate but also just to bring together like-minded people um, in a place where they can socialise without the barriers which society can put on them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, so you, so you formed now, so is this a, a case of, you know, do you think the uni has disabled students' you know, needs in mind? when it comes to formulating things on campus? I think ultimately yes, though like with anybody, they could always do better. And yeah. so I think that we are wanting to be able to hold them to account and to advocate more for um, our disabled whānau on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the university have a fantastic disability information and support service, um, which has helped and does help many students and I think it's had a real increase in the past few years. Um, so they do really well with what they've got and what they're needing to do. But yeah, there's always, disabled voice does get forgotten sometimes. So yeah. it's, I think in the last few years has been... Um, they've been a lot more aware and have started really including including us in different conversations, uh, particularly around accessibility, and, yeah, really starting to think about it. But, yeah, we want to make sure that they don't forget. Yeah, and I guess it must be quite important to have a collective voice because it can be quite hard if you've got something that you want to bring up with your department or with the university and it's just yourself and you're alone because um, uh, I guess a lot of the times um, organisations, if they are doing stuff for disabled students, um, it's quite optical so they won't necessarily know who you know, they might go, I would we, we know someone's disabled if they're optically disabled, we can we can see that, but we don't necessarily know that they are if we can't see that they're disabled, you know what I mean? Like, um, you, just, you might have an autoimmune deficiency or something something like that. So so you might there might be issues that are, um, are there for you, um, but you, that issue can't be seen by, by the people in, in power, right? So that's important to have a group like yourself to be able to, to speak. Up exactly. For those people, right? Yeah, and I mean, one in four New Zealanders has a disability of some kind, mm-hmm. um, whatever that looks like, and so it, it really does, you know, affect so many people and 
has such a great impact that it is so important to yeah, be aware and have that education around it. Um, off-campus learning uh, abilities, um, you know, um, something that um, disabled students have been crying out for, more opportunities, crying out for, for a very long, long Long, long, long time, Sean. Um, COVID changed things a lot for everybody. Um, everybody was forced to learn from home uh, with more classes going online, more classes, uh, things being recorded uh, and the like, um, and more more classes are being recorded now as well. Um, but there seems to be, things seem to be going backwards a little bit with departments, um, you know, looking like maybe they're not getting enough support. Um, some things that were online and now no longer online, um, you know, and you've got a bigger workload on existing staff uh, because students are back on campus again now. Some students are. Uh, so, do you think there is enough support for students um, that may miss classes um, for for a myriad of reasons or just can't attend classes in the first place? Do you think things have gone a little bit backwards? I wouldn't say they've gone backwards per se. I think that COVID did a really good job at highlighting the potential for progress there and uh, something that we're really fortunate for is the disability information and support on campus and they do a great job at advocating for students on accessibility needs. I think it's difficult at Otago with us having a collegiate structure so it really mm. is the um, it's the staff's prerogative as to the way in which they want to teach and I think without a um, community base to be able to um, advocate and be consulted uh, with it's going to be difficult for them to um, understand the impact of those decisions. You know, I've had conversations with academic staff that, you know, see it in uh, a way as simple as that, you know, students engage better face-to-face. Uh, face face. The same sort of arguments as, like, you know, if you're writing down notes, it's more effective, some would say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, without um, having that community to be able to um, advocate and consult, um, then they're often going to be none the wiser and it's much yeah. the case you know I guess I think it's this, the case when you look at um, uh, uh, intersectionality or other um, uh, uh, cases of social impact it comes down to education a lot of the time um, and yeah I think that you know COVID's done a good job at highlighting that and we're really grateful for the resources we have on campus to be able to tackle those barriers yeah yeah so I mean yeah it's, it's certainly a case of you know academics just don't know these things right they have no idea. Um, you're a new association. Um, why did you need to form? Why do you think, like, you know, um, was OUSA and student support not doing enough to advocate for students? I definitely don't think they weren't doing enough. I think they're fantastic in their own right. I think it just sometimes, you know, without being tokenistic, you know, we have all of these other associations that are targeted at different student groups, so why not have one for the disabled kids? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I think sometimes um, disabled voice can get forgotten in conversation or, you know, disabled voices aren't even in the room because they're sort of seen as some something that shouldn't be included or doesn't need to be included. And so um, having our own association means that we can really strive to ensure that we are included in those conversations and also just to sort of hopefully break down some of those stigmas and things um, which seems to have happened over the last few years like it's a lot more accepted by society to you know have a disability and you know mm. it, people aren't quite as ableist as they used to be which yeah. is huge and you know we are at the end of the day just normal people and 
you know, we, we do study too, you know. Yeah. It might have taken me seven years to do my undergrad, but heck, I graduated at the end of the year yeah, and I'm yeah, going to yeah. have the biggest party <laughs> ever. Amazing. That's so amazing. Um, so, uh, and, and the thing about this as well is it's not just about advocation, right? It's about community building. Yep, getting um, you know everybody together is that right, Sean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, really the um, base for our community has been our, our disability meets, which have been uh, running weekly. They're on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, mm-hmm. uh, alternating from uh, two to four, um, and it's been fantastic um, seeing uh, people um, collect in the, uh, this space. Um, really, with you know disability being the common denominator, but it not being really um, what reduces people's identity or it's not what it all boils down to yeah um, it is um, sort of coming back to what I said earlier I suppose that um, uh, people are really able to um, you know socialize there without those um, barriers um, certainly there's uh, if you look at um, Otago it's a very um, uh, big sporting region there's um, also with any uni that um, social um, drinking culture which you know um, students um, with disabilities can't always engage in so it's great to be in that space where those barriers are removed mm-hmm. yeah um, you know and it's a big thing about uh, you're saying um, stigma is, is changing um, and people are starting to realize that your disability doesn't define you right yeah and that, that, that's really important um, alright so how do people get involved uh, if people are keen to get involved then they can find us on um, both Facebook and Instagram um, on Instagram we are Otago DSA mm-hmm. and on Facebook we're just Otago Disabled Student Association Yeah. Um, flick us a DM and uh, we can send more info. Otherwise, um, they can email us at otagodsa at outlook.com. Yeah. But Facebook and Instagram are the best ways to go. Definitely. Which I learned for myself firsthand. Um, <laughs> are, you, are you planning any events? That's my, my, my last question. Is there any you think in the future, not too serious this year, because you know, you're just a new association, but would you like to see um, bigger events like um, you know, a Disabled Students Week or something like that? And just... Um, yeah, anything? So uh, we've got a couple of things in the running, a lot um, uh, as far as collabs go. Um, so we've um, uh, sort of uh, touched base with various groups um, on campus and we'll have to keep that under wraps until they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're quite um, official. But uh, yeah, generally just trying to, um, I guess, uh, connect with um, other student groups and um, really um, empower our voice with um, others, which, you know, I suppose, have a difficulty and we can create sort of social impact and um, meaningful progress on campus together. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, all right, well, um, thank you so much for coming in to both of you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, once again, congratulations on graduating this year. <laughs> thank you. Amazing. Always a great feeling. Um, yeah, and have yourselves a wonderful day. Thank you um, very much uh, for putting this association together. I think it's really important, uh, really empowering. Uh, really awesome work so um, thanks for putting in uh, the work there and um, have yourselves a wonderful day thank you thank you for having us you're more than welcome it's a cool this was a Radio 191 FM podcast you can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found